Hey guys, today we're doing a little casual episode. Just no research, just talking about movies. You know, see what trouble we can get into. But first, some shout outs. Man, we gotta give a shout out to our international listeners. United States has been holding it down, but so has Canada, United Kingdom, Egypt. Welcome to the party, Egypt. I'm so stoked that Egypt is listening to the podcast. People in Australia, people in Spain, Netherlands. OGs oh, from the beginning. Big shout out to Harlem, Netherlands, Thailand is holding it down Belgium and rounding it out Japan. So big shout out to all our listeners all over the world. Everybody holding it down for the Launchpad podcast. Hit us up. Tell us where you're from. We love to hear from our listeners. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod and our website, launchpadpod.com. Hey, leave a review. If you are a new listener and you are digging on the Launchpad podcast, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. We have a lot of bitchin' five-star reviews, some amazing feedback we love hearing from our listeners, and that helps us out so much when you go to Apple iTunes and you give us hopefully five stars and, and tell the world why you think the Launchpad podcast is fucking awesome. <laughs> it is. So now... Got the business out of the way. Let's get on with the show. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right. Welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. And Matt. We're just hanging out today, taking it easy. Yeah, just chilling. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to undersell it. This is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. I love our relaxed, chilling episodes. You and me hanging out. I wish we had a plate of uh, a wings in front of us that we could be nominated. Damn, dude, I could go for some wings. It's been a couple of weeks since I've had any wings, let alone a, like wings with you, like our normal uh, date. So when Matt and I first started putting the podcast together, we would always meet for wings. And whether it was like the crappy Hooters in Burbank, no offense, guys, but <laughs> no offense. We had a pregnant Hooters waitress once like and the best is like I can genuinely say like boobs are great and I love to see boobs. But like I don't go to restaurants to see boobs. We go there because like the wings are fucking good and we like to get like we pig out on wings. Right. Yeah. And. I remember that time it was like that waitress. And we also have had some other luck where it just was not the waitresses that we've had. We're just not the greatest waitresses, but we still tip. Well, it's, it's tough, man. It's funny, but we've been also been doing some B dubs. That's fun too. Some good wings of B dubs. Oh, B, I think B dubs. Well, they're, they're different. They're different wings. Like they're not yeah. the same exact kind of both, but well, and if you ever come visit me in Georgia, Come down to the uh, southern branch of the launch pad. Uh, we can hit up a place called Taco Mac. Guess how many tacos they sell? Zero. Guess how many wings they sell? Everything they sell. <laughs> it's a, like Taco Mac is a wing joint, and I guess they have recently put like tacos on the menu because they're like, I guess it's in our name. But it's a wing joint, and it is pretty tasty, my dude. I would, I would certainly do it. I'm, I'm dying. I've Buffalo Wild Wings has a deal where it's like every Tuesday. Tuesdays and Thursdays, there's half price wings. And there's been a couple where I've just looked at Amanda and she's like, I'm like, you want to get wings tonight? And she's like, no. And I was like, okay, have fun with making your own dinner. <laughs> I'm, getting my, I'm getting wings tonight. Uh, our nerd fans are like, are you guys going to talk about Spider-Man and just wings all night? 
<laughs> oh man but i've been watching a bunch of movies the first one i want to talk about just came out recently bill and ted face the music my dude i am so happy is that why you keep movie. saying my dude whoa yeah bro <laughs> how was it i loved it man it was so charming and fun it's you know, not without some things that I could nitpick on, but overall, as an experience, I watched that movie and was smiling and laughing the whole time and left like just fully like, yes, that's what I want in my Bill and Ted third movie in a franchise. I have heard, I want to say mixed things. I've heard a couple people, a couple people say like you did. Yeah, it was great. I heard a couple of people be like, it was fine, but what did I expect? That seems to be the, the thing I'm hearing the most from people. Well, here's the thing. It's, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the first two late in life. Like it, it, I was not like a fan as a child. Yeah. Yeah. But since we started watching it and since we've done the episodes with Kevin and Meg, I've really gotten into them and I really appreciate them. And Kate and I will just throw on one of them, either, either the first two periodically every now and then, and just watch it for fun. It's in the background Mm. going on. You'll laugh at it. And this one hit all the notes there are certain things about it where it's like dude keanu reeves is too old to be making this movie and his face is like permanently it's been like beat into john wick permanently so he's always scowling i've seen that in some of the stills it was hard for me to get around that a little bit but the characters are there it is a much smaller movie than either of the other two so they aren't going to a lot of big spectacles like in the second one and you know, it is very contained, but at the same time, it delivers and the jokes are funny and you just kind of get taken along for the ride. There's a cool robot costume that was designed by Steve Wang and the robot's played by that bald guy in Barry, NoHo Hank. Really funny. Robot's hilarious. Dennis, if you're there for a good Bill and Ted time, I think it, I think it really, really, really delivered what it was supposed to. If you can just get past, you're like, fuck, these guys are too old to be fucking doing this. How psyched was that Lost Boy to finally be in another movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? What's his name? I'm so soaked, Michael, to be in another movie, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he... You would have thought he'd be in more stuff, but... Alex Winter was in a decent amount of stuff, though. Like, not name a ton. Ten. Name five. Name five. Freaked. <laughs> Lost Boys. Freaked. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted too. Yeah. I know he went on to like direct stuff. He's been directing some things and voice acting. But here's something I didn't know. Did you, you did you know that there was a cartoon series, Bill and Ted? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first season, all the stars reprised their roles for the first season of the cartoon. It was As Keanu voices, Reeves. Yeah. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, George Carlin came back for it. Even like the principal, Missy, the dads, like they got everybody there for the first season. It was a two season show. The second season, here's what happened. The first season was like a CBS, like, like a, or a Warner Brothers thing. It was owned by the people who made the movie. Fox then got the rights to make a live action TV show. Mm-hmm. So they started making the live action TV show. And for the second season of the cartoon show, they got the people who did the live action show to voice the cartoon show for the weirdest reason they're both named the same thing but the second season of the cartoon show just kind of went in a different direction very different from where the first season had gone some people hate that but overall i've been watching a couple episodes of the first one it's really fun to see all those characters voice the same and it, it's kind of just a continuation pretty funny 
I, n- I remember, I must have seen the cartoon show a couple times as a kid, yeah. but I don't remember, I don't remember any of it specifically. And I also, if you guys haven't heard, Rumi and I and his brother and sister-in-law, we did a, a pretty in-depth dissection of the first and second movies. Yeah. And they're fun as hell. But it's definitely is one of those things that I didn't, I wasn't on board as a kid. Like I watched them, I had fun, but like I didn't get them as much. I wasn't interested as much. It took until I was a grown up and specifically for the show, we watched them to be like, wait, there's some, there's a lot here. Like there's, there's, this is, these are worth watching for sure. Oh yeah. And it's, it's hilarious how it's kind of like, you think it's stupid on the surface, but there's actually some really brilliant stuff going on in them, playing mm-hmm. with time travel tropes, playing with you know, these archetypes, these doofy characters. But uh, I think we might need to do another episode for the third one. So when you finally get a chance to watch it, let's get Kevin and Meg back on and, and do, uh, wrap, do up, that, yeah. wrap up the Bill and Ted one. Here's another funny thing. Bill and Ted used to be a live stage show presented by the writers of the first movie. And they were two guys. They played Bill and Ted. There was a third guy who I can't remember his name, but he didn't make it into the movie but they would do this thing that was like they would be these idiot characters on stage and people would give them current events to talk about and they would try and explain it like oh yeah the missile crisis in iran uh and like try and explain it as those characters and i think that's kind of a funny idea but it wasn't anyone associated with the with the cast that we know it wasn't alex winter keanu reeves it was the writers of the first movie that was their personas that they adopted for the gotcha. for the thing and then when they made the movie they got actors to play them. Interesting. Yeah, pretty interesting, right? Yeah. Hmm. I'm on board. I I like it, and it's like it's hard. Like at this point, I think Keanu right, Keanu Reeves is like kind of on a big high. It's hard not to like anything that he's in. Yeah. Right now, you know, it's a hard. It you'd be hard pressed to be like, eh, no, not really. I think the third one's really fun, and uh, I'm really glad that it's getting good responses and. Again, Bill and Ted isn't for everybody. Some people can't get past the stupidity of it because it is fun, stupid, but I don't know. I think that's part of why it is so fun is can it's just, you know, dumb to laugh at. Why not? Yeah. But it's a smartly written dumb, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think this movie does a good job keeping clever and doing some fun new things. But you'll probably hate it though, because it's like, uh, they use music that I recognize and that makes people nostalgic and I hate nostalgia. I was I hate, thinking of that. I, the other fun. Day. I just you know, I just hate when it does it on purpose when it's like, uh you you get it? We're doing along the watchtower. Yeah, a full wow, how fucking creative are you? <laughs> I love how you get so it's like it's like you get so incest that somebody uses a song that you recognize and that makes people go, Oh, I like this song and you're like, See, no, you know what look what they're doing. <laughs> look what they're doing to you, sheep, you it's, sheeple. You know what it is that's the thing, because it's, a lot of times it's pandering. And like I was just thinking about Captain Marvel the other day, and Captain Marvel was like, Hey, remember the nineties? And that's all it in my opinion, that's all it did. For the whole movie. But and what is wrong one, with that? Because there's no, like, that, to me, it seems like there was a meeting, and this is probably putting too much credit in too much people's favor, but it seemed like there was a meeting where they're like, guys. Give me the pitch. Give me the pitch. This teases our next week's episode perfectly. We're going to do all these, like, crazy pitches for ridiculous shit. Give me the pitch for Captain Marvel. So it's like, all right, guys, we got this Marvel property. Sure, sure. That probably has a... D- decent fan following but not one of their there's tent poles not one of our tent poles so we need to get the average comic book 
watching and reading audience into this movie. People who have never heard or really have seen Captain Marvel, but they like their Spider-Mans and their Venoms. So you're like, okay, what if we set it in the 90s and we just the whole fucking time, she crashes in a blockbuster, we'll have 90s video games, more 90s music than you could shake a stick at. How can they not like it? And I think everyone's like, I, and I think everyone equates that to creativity and cleverness. And I think this is actually part of the problem with... Uh, that is clever. That is the... Like, making something that makes people go, ah, I like that. Like, did you did you see Baby Driver? Yes. Did you hate but it? But there was substance... No, because there was substance there. But it's I doing think- the exact same thing. Oh, this song. And look, the words are on the wall. Tee hee hee. Like, that should be something you hate because it's clever. <laughs> I don't hate what you want me to hate. <laughs> <laughs> you, ju- you just hate it when... I, I, I just, I don't get it. It blows my to mind. To me, it's just like, it just does it. And it's like, I'm trying to think of an example that like did it well. I hated Guardians of the Galaxy for the same reason too. It was like, I can't understand that at all. I think it just is like, it. they're looking at you like you're a fucking moron. And they're like, uh, you like this song, right? Dude, and you're like, yeah, but. Why can't they be looking at you like you're there, your podcasting buddy. And you're like, dude. You like because that movie? Not. You got to earn that spot. You like that movie Nemesis? And you're like, oh yeah, Nemesis is the shit. Like if Guardians of the Galaxy had a Nemesis poster on the wall, you'd be like, oh, dope. But, that, because, but that's not casting the net out as wide as possible to get as many idiots as possible, which is what I think. Why do you think doing. that they have to be idiots to enjoy a blockbuster reference? Not, not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that they're idiots. I'm just saying idiots as a. I use idiots as a synonym for people sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Aptly so. <laughs> you idiots at home listening understand what, me, right? What, what have you been? What have you been watching recently so I can shit on it? <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Before I even get into that, it's nothing great. I'll jump the gun here on you, and I'll I'll shit on it first. Last <laughs> night I watched 1981's Hell Night with Linda Blair. Did you ever see that? Yeah, that movie's not good. Yeah. Oh, it's got Linda Blair in it, and she's in a movie that I like. Oh, stupid. <laughs> it's got a very iconic poster. It's one of those things I remember walking by in the video store a hundred times. It's one of those things that I've had on my Amazon and Tubi list for a while. Yeah. Last night, I was doing some sorting on my computer of some photos and shit, so I needed a movie that I could put on, but not necessarily need to like watch every frame of, and I correctly guessed that this is like the perfect one for that. I looked up for the couple of kills, but... It's a fraternity uh, fraternity pledges in a haunted house gone wrong movie that we've seen a thousand times. There's nothing wrong with it. If this was the only one of those that you ever saw, it'd be fine. But it, 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 was, it was acted fine. It was written fine for, the, for what it is. It was directed yeah. fine. No gore, really. There's a couple severed heads. And, I, you know, kudos to them for doing, you know, they, they cut like a place out for the person's body to hide. And then, you know, it was like a severed head on a bed and the real person was standing underneath the bed with the sure. head through. Oh, but OK. Um, and a couple things like that. But there was no gore. There was no blood or se- I mean, no blood, no sex, no boobs and nothing like there's no takeaway. Like there's no one thing that you're like, you know, uh, even even in a, if you think of a, a, a neutered Friday the 13th entry there's still at least one kill or one sequence that you remember. This one, I don't remember. Like, I, There's no, no one thing that I would remember about this movie at all, other than I kept waiting for the one thing to happen. They have two killers that turns out to be two killers at the end, but it's like glossed over. 
one guy kill a good guy kills a bad guy and he's like I killed him and then another killer shows up and then the rest of the movie just unfolds and at no point where they do they like note that it was a reveal it's almost to the point where you're like wait did that first guy he kill was that a bad guy or was that like just some random person and they don't really explain it the the even the characters in the movie don't get the aha moment of like look what right, we've done right. there's no gravitas to anything most of this movie is people wandering around this mansion being like jeff peter like just looking for <laughs> yeah, people it's true it's just yeah. a lot of wandering around and then some stuff happens whatever yeah God, it's not made, the worst. Like I said, it's not the worst, but you've seen this movie a hundred times before, so... They're just trying to make idiots remember when they were back in college getting hazed in like haunted <laughs> mansions. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Hate that shit. What's wrong with that, man? What's wrong with that? Why isn't it quite... Why don't you like to remember college? <laughs> <laughs> so I watched a very similar movie, but I think it's better. Uh, have you ever seen April Fool's Day? Yes, I have. I, it's been a while, but yeah, I like that one. It's interesting because this is an iconic VHS cover in my mind. You know, when you go mm. to the video store, you would always see this picture. And it's a woman holding a knife and her she has like a long ponytail and the ponytail is braided into a noose. And then all her friends are like in front of her and they can't see that she's holding a knife or like has a noose. And this is an interesting one because it's billed as a horror movie, billed as maybe even a slasher. But this is this is an Agatha Christie mystery. It's a bunch of friends, college friends at a house over like April Fool's Day weekend, I suppose, if that's like a holiday. Yeah, that was, speaking yeah. of college, that was a big weekend in college, huh? Yeah. So like- April Fool's Day weekend. April Fool's Day weekend. So, uh, you know, people start dying off and you're like, ooh, who's going to die next? Ooh, how are they going to die? But you don't really see them die. You just find their bodies later, a couple severed heads, a body in the well, a bunch of blood, some guy hanging from a ceiling, and it has a cool twist. I'm not going to spoil it because people should check it out. I watched it on Amazon Prime, and it's pretty good, but don't go in expecting like a Friday the 13th style slasher, even though it's made by Paramount, and it has the final girl from Friday the 13th Part 2, you know, the one with the, the pitchfork, she's in it, and Biff from Back to the Future's in it, and it's interesting. It's a cool like murder mystery thing, and has a great twist, and I think it's fun I think it's fun to watch and cool to check out, but um, not what I expected. And for a minute, I was like, this movie kind of is boring. But then when I kind of got the gist of what it was going for, it's a good ride. It was pretty cool. I liked it a lot. It's been a while. And it, like the twist kind of got me at the end. I wasn't really expecting it. So it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, um, it was good twist. to see that. And it's good. It's it's And actually, that's the movie that I've been in the mood to watch lately. Like maybe if it's still on Amazon, maybe I'll watch that in the next day or two. But I've been like, looking for that late 70s to mid 80s horror which in the last month or so I've really just kind of been in the mood for and I've been cranking a few out in um Tubi but most of them are very lackluster very much like meh dude um once you've gone through the the top ones you're searching for unicorns later yeah 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 you're like oh that's that was like that for a reason right yeah and it's tough i've been going through 90s horror like oh, that. Yeah? yeah, I mean, like we've talked about Lord of Illusions was one I had never seen. And you you hit me with a movie, but I got one coming up that's a nineties one that I haven't seen and that I had never seen and I really dug it. All right. Well that's a good segue. This is a nineties one that has been on again, Amazon and Tubi and stuff, and I keep seeing it. I there's a chance I even own this on a DVD that's one of those like <laughs> I usually don't I usually know if I own a DVD or not but I there's a couple movies and I think th I'm confusing it with spontaneous combustion 
where it's like a twofer on the same DVD, you know, and I bought it for the other movie because yeah. it's the only way that movie was released. Anyway, this is Body Melts from 1993. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I know Body Melt. Yeah, it's Australian. an Australian movie. Yeah. yeah, from 93, released in 94. I went into it knowing nothing, like literally zero. And because of that, I was not upset. Like I was not let down. Well, I was not at upset. At what point did you pause the movie to make sure you were still watching Body Melt? <laughs> well, no, I knew I knew it was Body Melt, but it was like really I did I did back out of it to read the description at some point because of <laughs> of of what it was, and also double double check the year. It's Australian. But it reminded me a lot of the early Peter Jackson stuff, even though I know it wasn't Australian. But it's the same vein. It's the same cartoony tongue in cheek effects and stuff. The effects were fun. I wish they were paced a little bit better. That's the biggest problem. And I couldn't tell you what the fucking plot was. The like, New I, Zealand movies was like, and the Australian movies have like ridiculous pacing. They get sidelined by their own weird things. And I don't know why this happens in so many Australian movies. But then you have a movie like Road Warrior, which I think is one of the most incredibly paced, edited action films of all time. But like, yeah, Body Melt in the middle of it gets segue into this like hillbilly weird outback people thing and that's specifically the thing that i was it's, it's almost like a second plot but like then it happens and you're like i don't understand what this has to do with anything and then goes it goes not really yeah yeah it's kind of a an interesting weird thing but it's you know it's fun and if you're into that kind of um movie if you guys like you know, Australian stuff from that time period where they were kind of, they were kind of like, and this is what I thought about while I was watching it, they were kind of flexing their um, practical effects muscles yep. and they were doing some stuff there that really wouldn't be, it wouldn't really make it on screen here for, for one reason or another here. It's gross. There's some really gross effects. And it's it. like They're cartoony fun. gross. It's fun to do that. And it's definitely like, it would have been fun to watch that in college because I would have yep. been like kind of inspired by the the boundaries that they kind of pushed to to get some of those things practically so it's pretty cool and it's fun but it's definitely like i it let me let me try it's about like this like pharmaceutical slash spa place that has this medicine that also kills you or something and like i don't know why it does but there's some pretty cool things a kid kid dies so you scratch that right kid dies is is one of the thing and dies pretty hardcore (laughs) It's fun, and I think like that's one of those movies that I probably would have had a better time watching with you. Not necessarily at Shitty Movie Sunday, but with you specifically. You know? I think it needs other people at this point, because when it is lost in its own bullshit, you can have a really good time being like, can we get back to the main plot now? Hey, can we take a left turn back to the plot I wanted to see this movie? Right, like, to whatever you're Can we get to back me? to people melting and not backwoods outback hicks trying to fuck each other like what the oh it's so weird it's so weird and and that movie was hard for me to get through for that very reason because i was like okay somebody melted and then about like there's like 45 minutes of nothing happening and it's very confusing and then some people melt again and then you're like okay but yeah that's a rough one it's a it's an interesting bag but it was it was fun i don't like it's ooey gooey for sure, man. I, I do the effects are cool. Hell Knight, I I can't think of any reason why I would say you should watch Hell Knight. But Body Melt, there's definitely it's it's that's a fun one to watch. It's 
I'm not giving it my highest recommendations but for sure. If you but. if you have a group of friends and you want to sit around and go, ew, ah, what the fuck is going on? This is so crazy and laugh at it. Like it's yeah, a yeah. good I think it'd be a good movie for a group of people to to rip on. For sure. Yeah, I agree. And it's it is it is a good time for that. And now that we've pissed off our entire Australian audience after I touted their listenership <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, now they're all like, fuck these guys. They don't like body mount. Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) So I watched a 90s movie the other day that I loved. Man, this was great. I saw Wishmaster for the first time. Oh, yeah. I saw that you posted about that. Yeah. And Wishmaster was great, man. The the gin. And this is a a K&B joint. I think Robert Kurtzman directed it. And man, it's it's got some great effects in it. There's some like bad 90s cgi which for what it is is fun i you know i like laughing at that kind of thing there's some great practical effects some great kills big cameos from all these big horror guys like kane hodder's in it tony todd's in it robert england has a big part in it joseph P- P- pilato pilato the guy the, the bad guy from day of the dead who was the he gets torn mm-hmm. apart at the end he's in it for for a good cameo uh ted Raimi makes a cameo and dies immediately. Great. And there's all sorts Great. of these, there's all sorts of these character cameos in it. And like I said, some amazing practical effects, really good gore, but just, just your typical, like here's a genie. He gives you wishes, but guess what? Be careful what you wish for. Cause it's going to be all twisted and fucked up. He keeps going around trying to get people to wish for things. And the woman who awakens him, uh, he's trying to make her make her three wishes so he can bring the, barrier between the other world and break it and let more evil spirits in i don't know so she has to be smart about it because every time she makes a wish it gets worse and worse and by her third wish she like figures it out how to trick them but there's a lot of really cool stuff and people are getting torn apart and there's a guy his skeleton like rips out of his body and starts attacking people and it's like this fun skeleton puppet uh this guy's intestines turn into a monster at the beginning of the movie and start attacking people stone statues come to life and just start killing dudes it's it's cool i think it's a good movie it's really fun um the gin is a cool monster spawned a couple sequels and yeah really good time really fun really gross i love the design of that creature the, yep. you know, the gin the genie i love um some of the kills and stuff in there i never thought he you know that, that creature or that franchise got the credit it deserves when i was in high school we just moved to, like when I started high school, we just moved to Connecticut. And when we just moved to Connecticut, when we ordered, you know, whatever the cable package was, we got like a month or two free of like Showtime, HBO, and Cinemax. Yeah, you did. Yeah, when I was watching softcore porn, at, you know, with the volume off, I was watching all different movies. And it was like, when you when you guys have those, those channels, you know that they play the same fucking hundred movies over and over. Yeah. I have seen that parts of all i think the first three Wishmasters, but i'm not sure if i ever saw from start to finish i must have seen the first one but it to me it's like one of those things that just kind of gets jumbled in my head of the kills of all three movies you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah that's funny so but I, I remember liking it and i remember thinking it's like it's odd that this doesn't get more credit because it's not bad at all you know it's a fun it's a fun time i think when you're looking at like 90s monsters that came out they made something pretty unique there and i definitely 
you know, it didn't stick like Ghostface did, but I'm not sure why it didn't get a better a better place in the 90s horror. Like, hey, these were actually pretty good. Do you think it's because Aladdin had just come out and everybody was pro-genie? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just weren't ready. Like, the climate wasn't right for that type of... Uh... It was just way ahead of its time, man. Who knew? <laughs> well, did you watch... You watched the first one? Just the first one, yeah. Would you say it's a, a recommend? Oh, big time. Big time. Okay. And that's on Amazon Prime. Everybody should check this movie out. Everybody should watch this movie. Little kids, too. In Scare the, the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, kid. it's not super... I don't think there's anything mega offensive in it. It's pretty gory. It is really gory, but there's not like a lot of sex in it or anything like that. Ugh, that's the first thing I'd wish for, too. <laughs> oh, but it wouldn't be what you wanted, dude. Would not oh, be, what be you careful what you wish for, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'd suddenly like, you'd be like inside one of those little red light like windows in Amsterdam, and everybody's coming to fuck you. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It'd be pretty messed up. Is that the red light Amsterdam music? Yep, that's my sexy music. But yeah, right. Wishmaster was dope. I don't understand why the cover of Wishmaster, it's like a vampire with a stone, not the gin at all. It's like just a different face altogether. Don't get why mm. the poster is what it is, but movie was great. <laughs> you got anything else? Yeah. You got anything else? I don't want to go out of turn here, man. I just started two comic books that I'm really into both of them. Yeah. What are they? Frank Miller's uh, Ronin, which I'd never read before. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It, yeah, I it's it's so far it's it's exactly what I hoped and wanted it to be, but it's uh, not as a criti- criticism, but it's very wordy, and I don't have a lot of time. So yep. I've only been able to read a couple, you know, two nights in a row. I was able to read a half hour each time, so I'm working my way through the trade. And the other one is DC's Black Label Harley Quinn graphic novel, mm. which is. I'm going to butcher the name probably, but it's written and drawn by Stepan Sijic. Now, this is S-T-J-E-P-A-N. S with a thing over it. E-J-I-C with a thing over it. Who I'd never heard of, but apparently both colored, wrote, and drew a bunch of different stories. And uh, a buddy of mine, my buddy Nick, gave me this book and he was like, check this out. You know, it's really cool. It's a good Harley Quinn story. And I was like, ugh. That's like a good Wolverine story. Like everyone's got the same fucking thing. You have the same thing over and over again. And it's like, oh, it's how she, you know, became entwined with the Joker. It's like, I've heard that story of her. And I probably won't hear it any better than I did on the animated series. But I'm like a third of the way in. And it's pretty good storytelling so far. It's, you know what it is, I think? It's, it's, it's avoiding those 90s songs. It's not just showing me the things that they think I want to see in a Harley Quinn story. They're really trying to develop her character you know, as this psychologist before the Joker gets a hold of her. So I just got to the point where they're kind of, she just started kind of interviewing him. I would check that out because that's another one of those things. It's kind of like we were saying what I was saying about the red hood. It's like, it's not that it's bad. They did it the best. They did a really good story. I just didn't think it was necessary. And it's like, yeah, a Harley Quinn origin story is absolutely not necessary, but if you're going to do a really good job, maybe it does become the quintessential version of that. Yeah, and I really don't care about Harley Quinn as a character. Like, I I liked her and the things that I've liked her in already, and that's pretty much going to be it. It's, it, it. 
going to be hard to win me over with any new Harley Quinn stuff. Or as so long as they don't show any blockbusters. No, I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> what am I, an idiot? <laughs> but this is, and I actually, I told the dude who was, who was loaning it to me, I was like, uh, I don't know that I need it, man, because I'm not going to rush to get into it. It's, I'm going to take my time even picking it up, let alone, you know, picking it up at all. And he was like, no, no, take it. I'm not in a rush. You could take it. And now that I have it, I finally opened it and started reading it. And it's not bad. It really is not bad. It's pretty, it's pretty good so far. So I'll see how it, how it pans out. Speaking of problematic relationships like Harley Quinn and Joker, my wife and I recently, our friends have been asking us to watch the Twilight movies with Rift Tracks. And we finally sat down and watched the original, the first Twilight film with Rift Tracks. Mm. Man, that movie sucks, dude. <sighs> so I had to see it in theaters when it first came out with Amanda. What? Yeah. Why? She was like, I love, I really like this book series. The movie's getting panned, but I have to go see it. Will Why? you come see it? With like, Wait, what? she loved the book series? Maybe she didn't love it, but she certainly read it and liked it. Like she was a sucker like every other sucker that got sucked for it, you know? Ooh. But So you didn't even have funny people trying to tell funny jokes while you watched Not it. the first time. Not the first time. Oh but my god, dude. I'm watching it and it was one of those like I was trying so hard because you're in a movie theater. I was trying not to be rude and make fun of it. And I also didn't want to shit on her like this is before we were married and just did this all day. But I didn't want to shit on her thing in you know, in her face in, in her face. And about like two thirds of the way in, she just started making fun of it and laughing. And I was like, game on. And I just ripped into it for the rest of the movie. Oh, good. It like a couple of years ago, maybe a year ago, two years ago, it got voted in to shitty movie Sunday. And I know I didn't put it on the table, but I was like, uh, everyone was like, this is, you know, the people who knew it were like, this is going to be funny. And you're right. It's terrible. But if you watch it with the right group of people, it's great. Oh, because it's so bad. And it just keeps doing... Like, I've never seen a movie that keeps giving you layups. Like, hey, you want to make this Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's like, an easy one. Easy here's one. an alley-oop. And you're just like, oh. And you're just fucking Air Jordan all night. Just whoop-boom, line. Like, there's so many moments in that movie where it feels like they've just forgot what was happening. And they're just like, oh, oh is it my line now or is it his line? We're supposed to talk right now like did you guys think we were gonna have sports things on this show today no you didn't it, it was it, unbelievable the only way i'm ever showing this to my daughter is to be like if any man ever talks to you like this run away these this is just red flags all day <laughs> you're so special i can read everyone else's mind but i can't read yours it's driving me nuts it's making me mad how bad i want like like <laughs> the fucked up shit that Edward Cullen says to this girl, and she's like, oh, cool. Oh, oh I, I want you now. Oh. Like, everybody's so fucking stupid in this movie. She, like, shows up at a new school, and immediately everybody's like, hey, let me be your friend. Want to be friends? We're friends now. We're best friends. Like, she has a group of friends, and she's like, they're stupid. I want to be a loner and, like, be an outcast. But everybody's trying to be her <laughs> friend so hard that she's annoyed by it. Like, oh, stop trying to be my friend. I want to be an outcast. She's annoyed the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I want to be an outcast with that guy. And that guy is creepy. He always looks at her like he wants to eat her. He behaves like an asshole. Well, I mean, he does. Yeah. Well, he's a piece of shit, like asshole the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a murderer. Aren't you afraid of me? No. I know you never hurt me. 
And we watched it with Rift Tracks on Amazon. And so they were telling funny jokes the whole time. But it was almost too much to the point that I'm like, you know, it, it's so many times you can fire a chamber to the point that like you're just your ears are ringing, you know, and then you then yeah. then, then it was just like, OK, did you have to pay for it or was it on Prime? We watched the movie on Prime, but we bought the Rift track to watch. Got it, got it. Got and we, we had it on an iPad and just played it with the movie. And I mean, we were cracking up, but it was just so... It was mind-numbing how bad this movie is. And that they made five other sequels or whatnot, five, six other sequels, and then that continued on and people loved it. it was like, oh my God, what's wrong with the world, man? Like, it's terrible. It's a, it's a, it's a red flag to every relationship. Like, don't go out with a man who talks to you like this. <laughs> Especially when he promises you he's a dangerous killer and then takes you to a baseball game with his family because that's also lame. Yeah, I, it was like, it's definitely one of those things where you're like, you're in a completely different culture and you're like, I completely understand that I don't know anything about this. So maybe this is normal and like, this is good. And then it turns out like, no, like even the people who like that stuff know that it's terrible. And you're like, okay, as long as I'm not the stupid one. Oh my God. I could not. I was not. Ugh. And then our friend's like, you have to watch the other ones. I'm like, no fucking way. There's no fucking way I'm watching any more of them. I thought that, but we've, since I told you we did it for shitty movie, since we did then, we've done at least three of them for shitty movie. Not in order and not, um, not starting at the beginning, but they're fucking funny. And oh yeah, that's one of them that like I can't imagine the situation where this would happen, but I could I could watch it myself. I would be fine. I wouldn't be bored. Like I'd rather do a million things, but I could easily crack myself up watching that movie. You know? Oh yeah, but why would you put yourself through that? No, I can't imagine the situation. I would, but if I did, I'd I'd be I'd be having a good time. Oh yeah, you can make fun of it all day. It's so fucking make funnable. It's. Ugh. And yeah, <laughs> it is make fun of all. Oh my god! And then he's like, "I want to show you my true self. I'm sparkly." And she's like, "Oh, you're beautiful." Yeah, when that happened, I was like, "All right, time out. That's fake, right? This isn't really part of the movie. This is a joke that someone's playing on me." I know what you are. Say it. Say. Say it out loud. You're a vampire. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Ugh. You got wrapped up in the love story a little bit, though, right? You're like, no. hope it turns out no. okay for them. I got wrapped up in the love story, like when you have that friend in high school and the person they're dating is a real abusive piece of shit. And you're like, I want to go kill him right now. And she's like, no, don't. And you're like very invested in like getting her away from him. That's what I was invested in. Like, get away from this fucking psycho and his creepy blood drinking family. Why? They're fucking made for each other. You missed the point of the movie, Rumi. It's all just fucking weird Mormon mythology wrapped up into a vampire story. So dumb. I thought it was touching. No, it's garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. Oh, my God. Skin crawl. His sparkly skin made my skin crawl. <laughs> oh, uh, I've been watching you sleep. It's been kind of fun. And she's like, tee hee hee. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my bedroom. Don't ever come to my house again. Girls like that kind of shit, though. Right? <laughs> Don't they? You never watch Kate take a snooze? Nonstop, man. You're, like, you're, feeling, you, you're tired, babe? You tired? You tired? <laughs> hey, why don't you go take a nap? I know growing a person inside your stomach is exhausting. Why don't you go take Here. a nap? Then I just watch. <laughs> 
creepy as fuck. It's not even my wife. I've been setting up Nest cameras so I can do it remotely. She doesn't know. <laughs> no, that's fucking crazy. Like, like, right? Oh my god! You just don't. You don't do that. You don't want. Oh, oh, there's so many things wrong. And like, he gets her to lie to her dad so they can escape. He's like, "I'll take you somewhere safe, just me and you, and we'll be safe forever." And it's like that's how you end up with your head chopped off and your body ground into foodstuffs for cannibal people. It's mm-hmm. fucking yeah. ter- terrible. Oh my god! Yeah, anybody who's a hardcore fan of that one person's terrible is another person's awesome teenage romance. That, which tell me that's not scary to you? That people are into it? Yeah, that's freaky to me. That's weird. No, you're right. You're like right. It, like like it's one like it's bad enough when the fan fiction of Twilight, which turned into Fifty Shades of Grey, like that became popular. But that's adults, and adults can like stupid things and know the difference and. You know, sure, get wrapped up in some stupid thing, but like Twilight, that's aimed at teenagers who are still developing the ideas of what romance and things should be. And most movies aren't a healthy example of romance and dating in general. This was like the worst version of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yes, in this movie, he didn't tie her up, hit her, cut her into pieces and leave her body in the woods. But in real life, in real life, the people who behave that way are psychopathic abusive monsters yeah that's true i can read minds but i can't read yours uh, that's cool uh, I'm, I'm so intrigued by you uh, you're so bristly and moody it makes me so intrigued your Kristen stewart is pretty spot on that's her name right yeah Kristen stewart and batman robert pattinson who got coronavirus get better dude because i want to see that batman movie i like him I like him in any except for except for those movies. I like him in anything I saw. I like him in movies where he's masturbating to mermaid statues. Yeah, yeah, man. That's seagulls and stuff all around. That's that's my peak, Robert Pattinson. And some sort of tough guy accent. Yeah, yeah, some sort of indiscernible yeah. accent. Bitching probably, out Willem Dafoe. Yeah, mm, exactly. That's my Robert. That's some good Robert Pattinson right there. He's he's in Tenet too, which I didn't see yet. Probably won't see for a long time, but time travel movie, baby. Yeah, I didn't see that one yet either. Is it out? It's out in our time, Lord, in time left time frame. Yeah, it's out in our timeline. Jesus, man, crazy times. It's bonkers. I'm about to start work though, so I'm excited to get paid. <coughs> Finally, I saw that. yeah, good job. Yeah, made it. Made it through the pandemic. Oh boy. Almost. Almost. But it's just like, it's so weird because October's coming up and I'm excited to watch a bunch of horror movies, but at the same time, I won't get to go to any haunted houses and... You know, just, just go to a real one. <laughs> With Linda Belair. Call it Hell Night. It'll be great. Uh, I'm not going to that. <laughs> Dude, it is... Today we're recording. It's September 6th and I'm already on my, like starting to watch horror movie thing even enough that my wife was like you know it's not even like technically fall yet let alone october i know she but said, i'm excited already she's like it's she said it's too early for you to watch your 30 horror movies in october and i was like no i know and i'm dying and it's actually Rumi just showed me um a website or to, either told, told me about it or showed me the website that has shout factories or scream factories new friday the 13th box set which I wasn't going to get because it looked like everything had been pretty much done before. That it wasn't it didn't look like there was a ton, ton of new special features or anything. I don't really necessarily care about transfers and shit. Yeah. But 
I look through. There's now we have a gore cut of of part two. There's a couple other unrated cuts that I think we've seen before, but a bunch of new special features, two bunch. fucking discs yeah. of special features, and the price for for all of those movies, it's a hundred and if you're on Amazon, it was a hundred and thirty something bucks. Yeah, and I remember I looked at an Amazon review, and some guy was like. Guys, that's like $10 a disc. And if you go buy movies, it's even less per movie. And I was like, I was going to buy it anyway, but now I feel stupid not buying it. Dude. And it's got a, the, the cover of the box is drawn by Devin Draws, who does a lot of the cavity colors stuff, which is amazing. I love those shirts and I love his art. I'm so excited for this. This will be the third time I've bought the Friday the 13th collection. Uh, it'll be the most complete. Like I bought the first DVD collection that came out uh, mm-hmm. back in the day and that was fine. Didn't have a lot going on for it. But then I bought the Blu-ray collection that collected everything but Jason Goes to Hell, Jason in Space, Jason 10, and Freddy vs. Jason. So I had to get those separately on Blu-ray. So then I had yep. the Blu-rays complete. And now I'm just going to get them all put together in a nice, tidy bow. And the only thing that will buy, make me buy them again is if they ever get a part seven with some of the gore stuff reinstated, which I've heard is just lost in the ether forever. But it'd be fucking cool if we got it. Who knows? We thought part two was gone forever, but they found that shit yeah, on I was gonna VHS. Say. If you guys look it up, I think you sent it on Bleeding, Bleeding Cool. Yeah. It's a cool story to see what happened with that and how that got... They had to put a VHS tape in the oven just to get it so that they could like see what was on there. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool story. Check that story out. Oh, man. Well, I think that's a good amount of time. You want to wrap this thing up, Rumi? Yeah, let's do it. Guys, let us know if you're buying that Friday the 13th. Are you suckers for nostalgia? Every time you hear that, you're like, oh, man, got to buy it. Pandering. Pandering. Uh, yeah, because we, we're both suckers for it. We bought it. And hook, line, and sinker. I'm in. Can't wait to watch all those things. I'm sure my wife can't wait either. It's going to be super fun. Cranking through some special features of Friday the 13th. Let us know. What are you excited for for Halloween? What are your recommendations? I'm going to put out the list that I do every year for the 30 movies that I'm trying to watch. Yeah, let us know what you're going to watch. What, what platforms are you excited to check stuff out for? Who's going to have the best horror selection for the Halloween season. Let us know. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Rumi, let's blast this thing off. <laughs> Till next time, we're the Rocketeers and we are out. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.